shoot. Pull back, step back, three. Bottom! The handoff. Jones for the tie. Oh, he's fouled! And one! He's still loose. Doherty the heave. Oh, oh my God! Southern Utah. Oh, Southern Utah is going to do something he's never done. What's up, everybody? Another episode of Straight Out Whack Podcast. I told you that there might be a delay in this episode. Um, fortunately, I have some pretty good connections. Uh, I have a pretty cool coach's wife who set things up. And so I'm going to introduce our special guest today, SFA men's basketball head coach, Kyle Keller. Here he is, Kyle Keller, live from, uh, I can't remember the name of the island, Scrub Island. I love it. I love it. So you're scrubbing it up. Is that right? That's right, Kyle. We are. We're (laughs) down here deep in the Caribbean, uh, the British Virgin Islands, place we'd never been before, uh, Chauncey and I. And uh, just it's our week that we can kind of get away right before school starts. And and, uh, because of uh, her, uh, you said it earlier. She's such a great coach's wife, and and her passion. You know, she loves the game. She loves our team, and you all have a great relationship. Um, we took time out today to spend, and we lo- we love the league as well. We appreciate all you do for for our league and for for the whack, and and took some time out to talk hoops or whatever it is you want to talk about today. <laughs> I wanna I wanna talk about the fact that as soon as I said or text your wife. And said that I may have to get you on a podcast episode from the island. She didn't even hesitate. Like, it was do it. Like, do it. And let me know every, like, your wife is awesome. I, I, I'm i grateful for the friendship that I've developed with both you and her. And um, so, yeah, I'm glad that she set this up. So I'm very excited about this. Yeah, you're you're right. Not many people think the same, and and I love her to death. And I've got a great, beautiful coach's wife, and we were talking about it today. Uh, just crazy, you know. We started dating about twenty years ago, and it's just gone so fast. And how we've grown, and how much fun we have together, and you know, basketball's part of it, and we our relationships have intertwined with so many different people and and players and. Uh, administrators and fans and hopefully we brought some joy to some different people along the way and it's sure been a lot of fun for us that's for sure absolutely absolutely so how's the weather been she mentioned that it rained a couple (laughs) days there you said you got some sun today so well we've been here i guess uh probably 72 hours now got here sunday afternoon and it rained sunny when we got here Monday, Tuesday, most of the day and typical when you, when you don't get away very much, uh, it's what happens, which is great. We, um, we got to spend a lot of time together, which is, I'm not sure of people that know me real well, probably would say that's probably not good. If just the two of us in a room together, know that know me real well, um, but they were able to get outside, um, and enjoy the sun and what, what the beauty of, of this part of the world is, you know, some beach and some clear water. We both love just blue water and white sand. And this is what this part of the world is down here. Outside of Scrub Island, your wife mentioned that she has, I believe it's a Bucky's, right? Chauncey, since I know you're sitting right there, it's a Bucky's that you like going to. I can't remember the, the 
the location of it. Uh, she didn't enjoy Bucky's. I think our family enjoys Bucky's. She's actually working as we're talking across the room. But <laughs> yeah, if there, those of you that, that are from Texas, hopefully all our NAC fans, uh, if you don't enjoy going to Bucky's in the state of Texas or wherever, which you can get just about anything you want. Our team likes to stop at Bucky's when we're on the road. Um, if you, Kyle, if you've never been to a Bucky's, you don't know true Texas. Um, but it's a great place, and and uh, you can buy about any kind of food that you want, drinks and and and, and provisions and and sodas and beef jerky and you name it, you can get it there. It's just a cool place. All right, Kyle. Then you're. Your go-to snack when you stop at a Bucky's. What's your go-to snack here? Uh, you know, our family would say, I mean, I'm trying not to snack right now, Kyle. To be <laughs> honest, I'm trying to do better. Uh, but my wife would tell you, I I love peanut M and M's. That is my go-to snack, and obviously, you don't have to get that at Bucky's. Um, but um, I love peanut M&M's. That's, that's my go-to snack, regardless of, of where I am. Uh, but they have their own drinks. They make a great root beer out of the soda, soda fountain. Uh, they have their own original drinks, which I think is really cool. Uh, they make great sandwiches. Um, so, you know, I would get a sandwich, some peanut M&M's, and a, and a root beer from Bucky's. Nice, nice. <clears throat> okay. Now that you've led on with that, what's the fa- – what's the – you have a favorite sandwich, a favorite. You know, I'm a foodie like you are. I'm telling you, got to be honest with you. Like, I love hot dogs. So, I mean, I'm going hot dog if I get a chance. Like, sure. you know, my head coach and I, we have a battle on on critiquing hot dogs. Um, <laughs> you know, Tony Jasic, he can eat probably, you know, we kid with him every year. Not on our team on Memorial Day. Just a, just a great story texting. Hey, you know, I you know, congratulations, it's a big day for you. And this is the wit of Nana. And Tony said, Coach Jassic said, what, what are you talking about? You know, because he's thinking, I don't really have anybody in the service. What are, what are we talking about? He goes, well, Memorial Day is the number one hot dog celebration, <laughs> all, of our, all of our holidays that we have in the United States. And uh, because everybody knows how much Tony loves hot dogs, and I think we're neck and neck in hot dogs around here, so – um, we all love hot dogs on our staff. We could eat hot dogs every day. So that's pretty good. for. When you come back out to Orem this next season, you'll have to look up J-Dogs. They're one of the best hot dog places out here in the state of Utah. So just want to throw that out there. Well, I'm a plug for one of our new players, Clayton Southwick. When, when I first, last time, uh, the one, one of the times I came out and watched him in snow, I stopped at Five Guys. I don't know if you've ever been to Five Guys. That's good, yep. But uh, they got a tremendous hot dog, and, and the fries aren't bad either. But I had a, a hot dog and fries uh, on my way back into Salt Lake uh, from snow. Uh, I think those are pretty tasty myself. But um, it's a hard combination to beat. You know, I love the burgers are great too, but those hot dogs are pretty special. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll remember well, that one out there j dogs j dogs i will remind you when you get ready to come back out to orem for a ball game pretty good place to eat last time we were out there yeah we went to tacanos if you remember right the brazilian meat so it wasn't too bad after our uh last time we're out there that place is off the list of ever eating again after our performance out there i'm pretty (laughs) 
Batman, just so you know. I, I was the one who recommended it to him, so I'll take the blame for that one. That's uh, why we and got beat the worst I've ever been beaten in my life. So yeah, I'll, I'll take the blame for that. I, I can handle that. Uh, yeah, but you know, talking about that that final game in Orem, and that let's just like I know you don't really want to recap last season, but no, it's good for us. You guys were never healthy ever. Like it, it, it didn't matter. What part of the season it was, you just were never healthy. And, like, what's that like for you as a head coach to have put together this roster thinking, okay, we're going to be this, 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 but then you never really got that roster the way that you had put it together? Yeah, Kyle, it's a great question. I think, you know, prognosticators or whatever – Coaches, whoever it is, thinks picks you pretty high, and, and, and it doesn't matter. It's what you, you view of your own team because every team's different. We thought we were going to be pretty good last year, and we were at one time. So we kind of put our pieces together, and you know we were seven and two, and I think you know tied for first maybe at one point, and then finished the year four and six, which is it really hasn't happened here since I've been here in my seven or eight years here, and, and uh, obviously you go back and look at you know, what happened those last 10 games of the year and, and what could we have done different? Um, you know, we obviously weren't very big. Uh, our health, you know, had some injuries. Guys, uh, we had one guy depart our team during that stretch and, you know, it wasn't a great stretch for us. I mean, the year before we finished the year 10-0, and which I'm not saying typical either. You know, we hadn't had a ton of teams that had gone 10-0, and but you know, if you look back at the history of our program since we've been here, you know, I think about eight and two is about average for us if, or so finishing the year. And if we had done that, obviously things would have been different. Does that say we make the NCAA tournament? Probably not. But we wouldn't have finished with the sixth seed or finished tied for fourth in the league uh, where we where we finished. And, you know, not having any size to finish the year, we finished plus three and overall in rebounding, which is the lowest we've ever finished. So, you know, really tried to adapt this summer, um, you know, address some things we, we didn't feel like we were very good at. And it wasn't, it was probably the most frustrating season in, in my seven or eight years that I've been here and, and uh, things that get out of your control that as a coach, uh, is challenging, you know, health is something that, and we had some freak injuries, obviously, uh, but you evaluate everything, you evaluate how you practice, you evaluate how, how long you go, when you go, um, days off, things like that. Was it any different to go back to practice plans? What you didn't practice? Was that any different than the year before when you won those 10 games? How did you travel? Things of that nature. Um, cause we had never done that before here. And uh, so that was, you know, you take a deep dive into your total program, to be honest with you, Kyle. And that's kind of, you know, no, this, not, this is no pun, but you scrub up everything on what transpired in that last month versus the months, the month before going into the whack, because that's all using an analogy that we can have. Right. You know, we won games in our two years that we've been here in the league and still went and, and finished terrible. It was embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at it between, you know, you had Montavious Murphy, that situation before, right before the season started. 
Uh, you know, Jalen Jackson Posey has a hand injury in, and he gets it in practice. Uh, Jaleel Bobrin with the broken foot. Day-Day Hall had a bad shoulder almost all season. Uh, Nana takes that bad, bad fall late in the season. And then there were the, you know, the big, the, you know, Rothy where never really, I don't, I don't feel like, and maybe you maybe saw different, never fully got that confidence back that he had prior to his knee injury the season before. Did you ever feel that way in a sense, or was it just kind of maybe never getting the groove back, I guess you could say. Yeah. You know, he'd been an all league player before and, you know, as you get older, you expect your players to continue to get better. Right. And, and, you know, going through an ACL injury, you may kind of be physically healthy, but mentally it takes time to get over an injury like that. And, um, and no two recoveries are the same. And obviously we all felt for Rati Ware because he had been such an integral part to, to our program for, for, you know, the three previous years going into it. It won, I don't know what his record was, like 64. And while he was playing like 64 and 12 or something ridiculous yeah. like that. And, you know, he'd, he'd been a great leader and, and he always guarded the other team's best player. But, and we'd count on him to make big baskets and things like that. And, and obviously he had his own. Uh, he was not, the, and he would say the same thing. Uh, he did not perform the way he wanted to perform because we all wanted him to be an all-league player for us. And, right. and you'd hope so. Yeah, I mean, everybody's going to go through their nicks, and, and, and not everybody's going to go injury-free throughout the year, nor do we expect to do the same thing this year. Um, but how you handle them, you know, we lost the trail for a stretch, and um, and we only had three kids playing every game. You know, we had 15 different starting lineups this past year, and, uh, lost 100, over 100 games to injury. But, you know, half the people don't care. The other half, they're happy it happened to us. So, you know, we have, we have to – you know, we just take it all and, and just rebound from it and, and figure out, make sure it doesn't ever happen to us again. Right. Yeah, that's just crazy how many games you lost due to injury. And uh, like I said, you put together a roster that you thought was going to do this, and then, you know, it's just kind of derailed a little bit by all that you had to deal with and the changing lineups. One of the positive – I don't want to say one of the positives. A positive that came from all that, though, is you kind of found a point guard in AJ could choose to – I think you and I have talked. You didn't plan on him playing as many minutes as he did this year. Well, we knew he would play. And it was just a function of, you know, we thought him and Posey would, would split some time and they could play together. Um, and obviously, as the season wore on, you know, his growth as a player, um, you know, became so important to our team. And, and we're excited about him as he enters the senior year. You know, I, I think he's he's growing a lot. We spent a lot of time together since the season's ended, uh, watching some film, talking, growing our relationship, hopefully, where, you know, similar, what I would say, like John Como, you guys aren't familiar with John because he didn't play in this league, but him and, and David Cacris, who played, you know, a couple of years ago for us. And, you know, the second year as a point guard here usually goes a lot better than the first. Uh, just because they have a better feel for what we're looking for. But, you know, AJ's an exciting player. His speed's terrific. Um, he's got a good mid-range game and and uh, really high assist percentage within the league last year. And, uh, 
so I'm excited to see what he, what a full se- season he can have and you know spending time. He's he really he's I think he's went home for just a couple of days since the season ended. And that was it. He's been here the whole time. I'm excited the commitment he's made to Stephen F. Austin basketball. Let's talk about some of the new guys in your roster. We've talked quite a bit about, and you already mentioned him on this podcast, Clayton Southwick. I know you were all over him, you know, prior to last season. You got him. You went to his wedding out here in Utah. Like, what are you, what just excites you about this? I want to say big, I'll just say big, strong basketball player. Yeah, you know, Clayton, Clayton's a unique guy in that um, he's really changed. You know, he got hurt at the end of his junior college year, couldn't play, hurt, he had a stress fracture in his foot, took some time off, like you referenced, got married, and then really came in here and dedicated himself to basketball, probably like he never has before, and really got himself in, and I think he would say the best shape of his life, and you know, I compare him to a, a guy, and you, you know, a guy that we had here in my first couple of years, um, a player in a guard spot. He's a forward who, you know, Kyle can just do so many things. I mean, he's, he's got great skill ability. We've never had a front court player who really thinks like a guard, and with his ability to to dribble, pass, and shoot, and and also has some moves around the basket. You know, we, we've never had somebody like that. We felt like that was important to our team uh, moving forward as a, as a program to find somebody that that could fit in that the role. And that's why Clayton was so important to us because just and, – and this is kind of where I think our team is. Our team has just become so versatile. And Clayton's probably the epitome of that. And uh, we probably have not had that versatility in the past. We've probably been very – X and Y, and this team is much more uh, a Z, you know, I guess. Uh, where and they, they just there's a lot of different play, playmakers and pieces that can do a lot of different things. And, and Clayton can make a lot of people, he makes people better from the front court spot, which is a unique talent. And when you have a front court guy that can make others better, I think that's a skill you can't coach. Yeah. Yeah, 100% agree with you there. Do you think you guys are going to play faster than maybe people expect this season? Uh, it's going to be kind we, of a combination. So to answer your question, Kyle, we are on our, uh, this will be our third different offense in the whack. You know, I, I, I'm a firm believer of this. Uh, defensively, we're not going to change really much to what we've done, you know, considering last year, last year we added switching defensively, um, because I think if you stay the same, people catch up to you. Right. And offensively, I think you have to figure out who you are and just studying the great, what I consider the great coaches in our profession, you know, and who's the gold standard of that, you know, the Krzyzewskis, the selves, you know, is those, whoever the, the best of the best are, right? You try to learn from them and, and study them and spend time with them if you're fortunate enough to do that and uh, take what you have how do they score and accentuate that and, and design design or game plan your offense to what how they play the best? And so we've kind of changed offensively what we're doing. 
which has been great for me because I've really had to learn and, and really study our guys and, and figure out who they are. And, and uh, we've taught so much this summer, totally different summer workout we've ever done. Um, I've been on the floor more, uh, which has been fun for me. I usually, you know, take summer, let the assistants do a lot in the summer, but this summer has been different. Um, and, and for a lot of reasons, but, but like in our program, you have to learn offense and defense because we play so unique defensively. And, and it's not like football where hey, I'm going to play just defense and just, and most kids, most programs can, can just play, they already know the defense or the basics of it when they come into college basketball. And our place is so dramatically different. You have to learn a lot. So, but it's been fun. I mean, we're, we've changed a lot offensively compared to what we've done. Try to open up the floor more and yeah, fast. I mean, to answer your simple question, I think if you get to 80 points, you're going to win most college games. Right. I think 76 or 75 last year. Um, and I think our best teams have normally been around 80, so we'd like to get back up there again. Yeah. Yeah, and with the guards that you have, I mean, between, you know, A.J. and Latrell, and then all these JUCO transfers you brought in as well, plus you bring in Frank Stain and Jelani Stone, who likes to get up and down the floor. Like, it, it seems like you're going to be a, a pretty up-tempo kind of style of basketball this year. We have a unique team. and We haven't sacrificed what I would consider – the biggest asset our program has been known for with our speed and quickness, but like we only have three dudes that weigh under 200 pounds and, and yeah. AJ Latrell and, and, and uh, Kamari Wilson and the rest of the cats we got are all 200 and above. And I thought our weakness in the two years we've been in the whack has been our lack of size specifically, you know, last year the injuries were one thing, but specifically on the, on the perimeter, on the wings and, and, you know, all the other four guards we have besides Latrell are between six four and six six and a half. And we've always been dwarfed, in my opinion, on the guarding perimeter defensively. And then up front, you know, we've got, you know, you talk about Jelani Stone, who's six seven, whatever, and he's two thirty-five, built like a Greek god, and Clayton's six eight, two forty right now, two thirty-eight, whatever. And then, and then people don't know about Jaleel Bobron, what he can do, because he's, he's six, nine and a half, and he's got himself in the 230s and, and not a 6'10", you know, 240, whatever. And, um, and then the one guy we, we haven't even talked about really is, is an anomaly, you know, Day-Day uh, uh, Hall, who's, you know, I don't even want to tell you how tall or how short he is, but uh, he can do at his size. Yep. Because I scored such an elite level efficiently. And I think he was like fifth in the league in rebound percentage with a torn labrum all year for the most part. So, you know, the excitement to have him healthy again and because he's just a you know, he's just a such a unique matchup at, at his size. So I, I I'm excited about our size and speed and and the physicality of what we have. So one question is how healthy are Day Day and Nana after you know what they went through last year? And Latrell. You know, we and had three Latrell. guys surgeries. So that really didn't get to participate this summer, which has been great for all the new guys. And Frank wasn't here either. He was finishing up his degree at Utah Tech, which he's really proud of uh getting a degree from Utah Tech. Really honored and excited. First generation graduate from Utah Tech. Really meant a lot to him. 
so they're all be clear to come when we start workouts next week on campus, uh, Nana, Day Day, and Latrell. And we really didn't have them this summer. We got Nana towards the end um, of the summer, which I mean, it's a miracle to be honest with you. When they had that, uh, when they operated on him in February. The early prognosis was he, they didn't think that he would ever play again because of the fractures in his neck. And the, we have a wonderful physicians here that, that uh, did a great job. And I credit Nana on our medical staff and his rehab. And, and he's done really well and um, get, trying to get himself back in shape. And Data had major shoulder surgery, and he should be good to go in September. He's going to be clear to go in September. He's been doing some non-contact work towards the end of the summer. And, the trails in the same boat. So um, excited to have everybody. We we haven't had a, the good thing is we've really invested in all these new guys moving forward and the older guys get to play catch up, which I think is pretty fun. Okay. A couple of questions real quick on the schedule. Uh, something came out today that you guys will have a home and home at Florida Gulf Coast. I'm not sure if you could contact uh, comment on that due to contract stuff. Uh, where you guys uh, go to Gulf Coast I'd this year? I don't know who put that out, but that's news to me. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll make sure that they know that that it's news to you. Um, but you get New Mexico State at home and Middle Tennessee in the Waxy USA Alliance. Get to face your old I I want to say friend slash rival and Jason Hooten now that he's at New Mexico State. Like, how do you hey. feel about that? One, that you get a former wax school, and two, you get your former, uh, you know, next door neighbor. No, I love Jason and I are dear friends, and you know that. Uh, you know, it's never fun to play friends. You know, that's never a, a fun thing because you root for them, right? Right. Uh, a lot easier to root for them now that we're not in the same league and to communicate and share and share ideas. Um, if that makes sense, because you never could really share a whole lot of ideas in the past when you were in the league because you didn't want to give up your secrets, so to speak. But now that we're in opposite leagues, we can really probably grow with each other as we talk because now that he's in another league and I'm in another, and we're in the whack and they're in Conference USA. Um, you know, I hate um, – anyway <laughs> – you know, I, I you kind of I'm just leave it at that, Kyle. Yeah. So no, no, it's great, it's great. Do you like that you get this home and home with another conference like this challenge in a sense? I, I think it's I think it's there's a lot of positives to it. You know, I appreciate our, our conference doing that. Um, you know, it, it limits some of the things you do non-conference, but for a school like Stephen F. Austin um, and our lack of, of getting uh, home and homes, like you mentioned the other school earlier, we tried really hard to play them home and home. Um, even our athletic director tried really hard. Um, now I don't want to ever throw anybody under the bus, but but you know, scheduling for us is 365 days of the year because of the success this program's had the last 20 years. And, you know, we, we, we need home games. And so this allows us to get a quality opponent in the sawmill. And, you know, I appreciate us having that alliance um, of getting a good home opponent. Uh, hopefully our fans, you know, will enjoy that. I've, unfortunately, our home game 
is during our Christmas break. Uh, we go on the road um, to Middle Tennessee, um, you know, during um, when their school is in session. So, you know, that's not going to be a lot of fun for us. They've got a great program there. We played the last two years and split with them. So it'll be good to get that rubber match out there. Yeah. You know, won't be any fun playing them. They do a great job, but, but it's a great game. You know, we got a lot of great games. You know, hopefully our schedule will be fully released here pretty soon. Wait on one more deal. We can talk about that whenever it's done. Nice. Nice. I like to hear it. I like to hear it. Well, Kyle, why don't you go enjoy the rest of your vacation, your break with your wonderful wife. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time today on the, on the island. No, I appreciate you. And I appreciate what you do for the league. And, and uh, you know, it'll be exciting to see how, you know, if we can stay near the top 10 again, you know, because we have so many quality coaches, um, so many quality players are in this league. You know, it'd be a great fight, you know, to get the top eight teams in the conference tournament. And, you know, it's, it's uh, uh, you know, I'm just excited for new coaches coming in this league, brings fresh ideas and, and new styles of play. And um, this league, as you know, is so underrated. Um, and there's such quality coaches. And it's fun. It's been I've made me better. I think it's made a lot of people better. So I appreciate what you do for it. No problem. And he says that I look better in purple than I do green. I don't know. I'm just pointing this out. Alex and Jacqueline, if you're watching, yeah, I wore this the entire episode. So you, you look great in purple. I mean, it's your Cubs are playing great. You look great in purple. I actually made me throw a little green in my background just to make you feel comfortable today. Um, but you know, you know, I, I there's we got a lot. My Rangers are playing great. They're not playing great right now, but they've had a great year so far. So we got a lot of good karma stuff happening. It's going to be the year of the Jacks. So uh, I'm excited for Coach Bishop and his program. Coach Carthel's about to kick off a great football season there. And, and uh, we know what Coach Humphreys does in volleyball. So we're, we got a great year ahead of us in 2324 at, at SFA. A absolutely. And Kyle, I'll let you sign off with your signature sign off. Here we go. Action Jacks, baby. Thanks for listening to the Straight Out of Whack podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting platforms. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Whack Hoops Digest and Facebook under Whack Hoops Digest for all your Whack Hoops news and information.